from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to the Superiority Complex, everybody, your new favorite podcast, Weird Energy, right before we we were all talking and then it just stopped, stopped dead. Okay, so uh, Patrick's here, uh, Jake is here, Justine is here, John is here. We decided to go one more week at home because now I've got a little weird, <coughs> it's not going away, but it isn't COVID. It's not COVID. It's not COVID, don't worry. Um so Patrick and Justine, uh, everybody's worried about you guys. There's a lot of buzz on Twitter. How are things going? Fine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I, I forgot what the ending of the show was. That was one. Week. That was probably one of our it was best. One way. It was talk. probably one of our best endings ever. Because it's, it looked like, it sounded like Patrick just stormed off. <laughs> Justine, walk us through what happened. The show ends, you, 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 you know, the mics turn off, we're, we disconnect. What happens? Walk us through. Um, I go to the other room. Uh-huh. And I go, were you even listening? <laughs> nice. Yeah, what was I doing? On the computer? No. On the phone? Mm, yes. What was I on the phone yes. for? Mm, yes. Mm, yes. Yes. What was I on the phone yes. for? Your car. Okay. So I was dealing with something what? <laughs> wow. 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 Oh, shit. wow. Rolled up newspaper, yeah. You know, Justine, uh, maybe... I was, I was what? Maybe he's done you a favor by not putting the ring on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was dealing yeah. with my car while you guys were all being dicks. The yeah, um, I'm without a car right now. What's wrong with your car? What's wrong with Kio Ren? <laughs> took my car. Uh, it's hijacked. Oh, what? Which car is having trouble? My car. The Mini Cooper. Yes. Why? What's wrong with it? Uh, something called a harmonic balancer went out, which causes the engine temperature to go up because it deals with the water flowing through the engine, and it also deals with it charging the alternator. Uh, which in turn charges the battery, uh, and uh, it affects the belt tightness on your engine. So what? That your engine is rotating. Yeah. This some sort wow, of those mini what? Boy, those, those sophisticated. Those stuff. Germans really overcomplicate everything. That's why. That's why a, a, a oil change costs you a thousand dollars. Yeah, it costs you like thirty bucks for it, It's a it's a harmonic well, guess what? what? Guess what? What? He's going back for another Mimi. Yeah, I'm buying it. Do ah. Patrick turn your mic, twist your mic so that it's halfway between you and Okay, why don't I just turn it so it picks up the whole side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There there's a, there's a setting for full shadow. Yeah, there we go. Look, you can hear me. Now let me hear Justine. Yeehaw! She's just wow. giving you this death stare. She's either just looking at you admiringly. I've never seen you in this on the same mic. This is awesome. This is good stuff. Uh, yeah, so I was dealing with that last week while you guys were all ripping me a new one. I, we were not ripping you a new one. We just wanted to know what was happening. We were, we were mildly defending you. It's all good. Yeah, I love mildly. getting my personal relationship <laughs> hashed out on the internet. Yeah. It, I, I told know. you. It's I fantastic. Told you. <laughs> I don't even know if he listened to it. I listened to the whole thing. How did you feel, Patrick? I was there the entire time. Man, it doesn't really matter to me. I don't care. You guys talk about whatever you want to say. So what, what's going on? What's, did you do any ring shopping? 
Let's talk about it. Uh, no, I've been dealing with my car, like I said. I was going car shopping. Yeah. There goes my ring. Yeah, no ring for you. Does Mini Cooper make a ring? <laughs> I don't know. I've never thought to ask. And then uh, the extra. I'll do some research. Thanks. And then to top it off, Justine, what does he do? What does he do? The Giants take two of three from the Dodgers and, and win the season series by a game and remain oh, in first place. Just to upset you. You're going to die in your sleep, Patrick. I'm just letting you know. Wow. <laughs> and it won't be of natural causes, man. You got to really protect oh. yourself. You got to protect yourself over there. At least it'll be peaceful. <laughs> you know, it's going to be like a you're either going to it's going to be like a Hugo Stiglitz situation or like a uh, Lee Van Cleef at the beginning of uh of Good the Bad and the Ugly. Pillow over the head I and then I love how unflappable Patrick is. He's all, oh, well, it happens. <laughs> it happens. At least it'll be peaceful and the Giants are in first place. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll be happy. It's, if I got to go, I guess it's time to go. Ugh. Wow. That's, an, that's inscrutable right there. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I didn't even watch the game, so. <clears throat> Holy shit. <laughs> now you got to hate that, Mario. <laughs> well, I didn't, didn't even watch I technically game. didn't either because I was at work, so it's okay. But okay. Uh, you know, I, I do follow mm. the scores. Uh, John noticed earlier that I do eat. Uh, anybody else here eat uh, snacks that are powdery with uh, with chopsticks? I'm eating my nope. veggie straws with, yeah, just with eat chopsticks. Those. Yeah, get the hot Cheetos. Cheetos. Weirdest thing I've ever heard. It's considerate when we're playing board games. Thank you. Ah. Thank it's you. Considerate for my keyboard. Thank you. Yeah. And then if you have to rub your eye, you don't get a bunch of red hot Cheeto powder in your eye. That's right. Yeah. That's or right. if you're reading a book. But, but don't you think that's more exciting? <laughs> <laughs> exciting like running to the emergency room because you got cayenne peppers in your eyeball. <laughs> uh, or touching any other parts of your body that are sensitive. Um, don't talk everyone's about all, Everyone's all, oh, yeah. Oh, there's that, too, yeah. Which weird is Justine left her camera on, so I'm seeing the back of Justine overhead, and then I'm seeing yeah, her next to... I don't really know why. It's cool, though. It's on. a good angle. I like it. Like makes it, it look looks like, like it's her jacket on a on a chair. <laughs> make it, yeah. Look at it, see her hair is right there. See her little her little head moving. Look well, at it. Look at it. Look, okay. Yeah. Amazing. It's amazing. Oh, so who saw? Uh, who saw Shang Chi? Let's let's start off with that. There goes my my Jake, windscreen. Jake and John. <clears throat> me and John. Let's talk about it, guys. How was it? It was no spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. Spoiler free. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. They were hoping it would have the same impact as Black Panther for Asia, for the Asian community. And I hope it does too. Uh, it looks I mean, fantastic. I like to think it, it looks. Do you like think it did? Well, I mean, I think I like to think it did. Did it actually? I have no idea. But it was a lot of fun. That's the end of the day. It was just a ton of fun. Where do you rank it? Uh, is it more along the lines of a? serious Marvel movie like Winter Soldier or is it more along the lines of a lighter movie like Ant-Man? Where does it fall? It's not light. It it's falls, not light. I think if, mm, well, I mean, there's fun, funny not parts. At <laughs> not at all. I wouldn't, you know, it, not quite as serious as Winter Soldier, but it's, it's, it's close to that. Okay. All right. So there's some stakes. There's just, there's just enough humor to kind of lighten things up when you need them to be lightened up. It's a great balance, I think, 
of some serious stuff, and then there are some great little one-liners and things. I thought, yeah, I thought that was well, well done. I love I it. I don't like that. I have to go to the theaters. I'm, I'm used to not going now. I know we're. Supposed I know to it's. It is very weird. Yeah, it's very weird. I'm well, they, now being an elitist. Well, they got sued by Scarlett Johansson, so now they're gonna, they're gonna play ball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just kidding. Should. I don't know. It's weird because there are other movies that are coming out. Uh, I think they have another. Disney has something else coming out, direct to video, as well. I forgot something. I think. Something I want to know how they decide this one's theaters only, this one isn't. I guess the bean counters are say, you know, they calibrate it and say, well, you know, here's the problem if it's theater only for this one, you know. I think because this officially, even though Black Widow is a Phase Four movie, it deals with stuff that happens in Phase Three. Obviously, it's in the Phase Three timeline, and since this is the first official movie of Phase Four, I think they wanted it to have a theatrical release. Is the reason mm-hmm. is the reason behind it? Yeah, I see. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm a little gun shy about going to a theater around here just because I know how cavalier people have been. Uh, so I'm thinking I'm going to wait until like a matinee and then try to sneak in, sit in the back row. I was, I was, I was just telling the rest of them that that's what I did. Last time I went, I went to a theater like Tuesday matinee. There was nobody in there. I was the only person in the theater yesterday. I went to see, uh, Shang-Chi and at first it looked like I was going to be the only person in the theater. So I, I got a seat dead center. Then after the, as the trailers were going, the previews were going, about 15 other people walked in. And so I kept moving back and further back and further back until I was in the last row, last seat, right under the projector window. Because I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to leave, but I don't want to be anywhere near these other people. You know? I don't want to be breathing Tuesday down my neck. Been yeah. Exactly. And you start you know, picturing all those scenarios where they go, okay, here's the germ. You're in there for two hours. How long does it take for it to rotate through the air system back to where you're sitting? So I'm double masked. I'm not eating. And I'm, you know, I'm just thinking if anybody sits any closer, I guess I'm just going to split. But finally, that was the end. But on a Tuesday matinee, I thought, who's coming to see this? You know, on a Tuesday. air, so that helps. They say that. I wonder, though, if every theater does have circulating air. You know, well, yeah, they all do. I mean, you know, the air that's how air conditioning works. Yeah, they should anyway. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. I feel I feel safe enough, but I just know a lot of places around here. Like, there's a restaurant across from my local movie theater where they did not close during the pandemic at all. They stayed open. Mm. They didn't require employees to mask up. They didn't require guests to mask up. So it's very cavalier here where where I am. So I'm thinking I may have to go to another go to another go see a movie in another town. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> but I do want to yeah, see it. I, I, I really want to see it. I don't yeah. want to wait, you know, the three months or whatever it's going to take. It's supposed to be on, on Disney plus it's supposed to be there in like a month or two. I think they're doing like a, a limited release and then okay. it'll be on Disney plus, you know, for 30 bucks or whatever. But I want to best s- bet. I think it's like middle of the week matinee. You know, you go like, you know, 1130 show on a Wednesday yeah. or Thursday. You should be all right. But now, keep in I mind, I was, I've been to a couple of Dodger games and uh, there it's just but, it's different because it's outdoors. Even though you're outdoors, sitting next yeah. to people, you're outdoors. You know, it feels kind of different. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm just trying not to get the, the vid, you know, the Rona. Absolutely. The 19. Absolutely. I know. you. Yeah. I. Because you know, uh, Christ, man, the the, uh, the uh, hospitals are filling up again. They say it's getting crazy again. Mm-hmm. You know, although 
I guess there's very few breakthrough cases. They do happen. I guess Oscar De La Hoya got it. He was he was vaccinated and he got it. Wow. And I guess he's he's in the hospital. But they say it's still not very likely, but it can happen. You can get a breakthrough case even if you're vaccinated. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, you absolutely. It's it's not that you're not you you still have a huge chance of catching it. You're just less likely to die from it. Right. That's the point. Right. And now they're saying that for the older folks, older people that have it it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to be in the hospital. It just means you're less uh, likely to die, but you could still wind up in the hospital with it. So well, it, mm. it depends on your immune system too. That's true. That is very true. That will make a big difference. Do your research, you sheeple. Do your research. You guys are afraid to go to the movies. You should be in there eating popcorn, double fisting Three popcorn talking. and Coke Three zero. Talking. Just get in there. Don't be afraid. All right. You're a sheep. You're a sheep. Who are you talking? Oh, I see. You're doing a parody. <laughs> You're doing a parody of all those people. I eat bag balm by the handful, so that, and that has been proven. Bag balm. What? You know what's interesting is that uh, people will take, like, a horse dewormer. They trust that science. <laughs> they trust <laughs> veterinary science. What? You know, these people are taking, like, a horse dewormer. They don't oh. trust like the COVID vaccine, but they're take somehow they got this information. People are taking like a like a dewormer for horses. Wait, you, somebody I, said that was good. You heard you, about that? Are right? you saying Dean Wormer? Dewormer. Dean, <laughs> Dean Wormer. They're taking John Vernon. Zero a, point. Dean Wormer. Zero. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, you're, you I've heard, heard about that. Yeah, right? in, what's it called? In in I forgot the name of the invectine in, or something. Yeah, yeah. So they take this thing that's designed for horses, to you know, and it's like so you, I don't understand. You would trust that science? Why, why don't you trust something that was designed to take out <laughs> COVID? You know, uh, Joe Rogan told him to. I had that's a the horse. Oh, that's how yeah. they get. That's how they track you is they put these little microchips inside the worms and then you mm. take the vaccine, the worms are in you, and when you take I the see. dewormer, it kills the worms, which kills the which kills the trip the chip. What are we yeah. getting broken oh, go, COVID? Go ahead, Justine. Didn't he? Joe Rogan he does have COVID. Rogan get COVID. Yeah, he did get yeah. COVID. Yeah. He's taking like all these weird alternative medicines to treat it. So it's political because it's like they trust that stuff because, I don't know, Larry Elder or somebody told them to do it, you know. So it's like, oh, that I trust. But the thing that's designed to take care of the, the actual virus, we don't like that because that's uh, a democratic uh, medicine, you know. I had to you have, have, a, that. I had to have a, a serious conversation with a, someone who was very earnestly is afraid to take the vaccine and wanted to know why I was confident that it would that it wouldn't have side effects, you know, five, ten years down the line. And uh, I had to just tell him, I said, you know, there has to be a point where you have to put a certain amount of faith in that, you know, that, that you know, this is deemed to be safe. Obviously, there's not enough time to, to uh, research the long-term side effects, but the not taking it, there's a higher risk of death now. There's a higher risk yeah. of death in the next few months as we go through this Surge. So you at, at one point, whether you're a person of faith or a person who believes in science, there has to be a measure of faith somewhere, and you have to just decide that you believe that uh, you know this is. But I took, you know, this is all based on research that they were doing for SARS. You know, they were they were working on a vaccine for SARS. So it's the SARS 
COVID vaccine. You know, it's it, it's not like they didn't have any experience in this type of vaccine. You know, they, they just had to. Mm-hmm. So there was already research there. And when <clears throat> one thing I read that, that really helped me was there was a research uh, scientist on Twitter. And he was saying, this is like in the early stages of the pandemic. He was saying that the biggest obstacle to to getting any new medicine to market is the research the, the the money that you need for the research you're you're waiting for funding constantly constantly waiting for funding to fund each each phase of the research and in this case they had access to you know money so they were able to just push the research through and get it done so you know i mean do your research right that's what they all say. And look how long it took for the FDA. The, you can't say the FDA sped to a conclusion. My God, it took them forever. And so they just like last week said okay to the Pfizer. And now they're going to keep on working on the other two. Yeah. I mean, you can't, say they, you can't say they were reckless. Christ, you know, it would have been better if they had sort of like hurried it up. And they're like, no, we, we want to know. And in so five years now, in five years, if we're all zombies, then we're wrong. But, uh, you know, until then. Boy, you hit it on the head. Like, okay, that's a maybe 10 years from now. Right now, do you want to be on a ventilator gasping for your last breath? We know right now this is going to help, you know? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... take horse horse medicine. It does suck that so many people, there's so much misinformation out there. Uh, That's, I mean, you know, we're we're trotting over stuff that people have been talking about for a year now. But, uh, you know... I mean, I feel safe enough with it. I haven't had any side effects from the vaccine so far that I know of. Um, so I'm waiting to get my booster. Waiting to find out when boosters uh, S- September for for Pfizer. Uh, they're going to start rolling them out in September. So who knows? Well, you know, I, I, I just want to make sure. My thing is now, my concern is how long am I going to be protected, you know? And they're trying to figure that out. And they said, and you know, I guess there was a huge study in Israel where they, they're in real time. They're getting kind of a, a feel for when the vaccine sort of, uh, you know, kind of wears off as far as the uh, pr- the protective benefits of it. And I guess it does look like it's anywhere from like six to eight months. <clears throat> so, um, I, so that's kind of a no-brainer. And no, no uh, vaccines forever, really. I mean, at least not this one. Yeah. So... We're gonna to have to have something where we uh, we just it's gonna be like a flu shot. You get it every year. By the way, get your flu shot, kids. That's it. That's it. The end of our PSAs. Sorry about that, guys. We had a little bit of a technical difficulty. Anyways, also what I was saying. Also, I'm gassy. What's up? Was that um, when my parents went to that dinner with my aunts and uncles, and they got COVID, and so did. Um, Six other aunts and uncles. Huh? Wow. I lost my aunt and uncle, and they were the only ones unvaccinated. Wow. So they were in the hospital for a week, and that was it. Wow. Wow. And this is this is how long ago? Last week. Wow. Wow, Justine. I'm sorry to hear about that, Justine. That's terrible. Yeah. So, I mean. my aunt died first, and then three days later, it was my uncle. Wow. But they were the only ones not vaccinated, Wh- and everyone else was. So. Holy cow. And a lot of them are still going in and out of, of the ICU. My parents are good. Um, but, yeah, I would say get vaccinated. Um, you still get COVID. Yeah. You're just hopefully not going to die. 
And I spoke to my friend who's a nurse, and she said she sees both of them um, not making it through, vaccinated and unvaccinated. Wow. She just said the people that are vaccinated not making it are the ones who have cancer or a low immune system. Uh, Okay. Um, Justine, was there a reason that your aunt and uncle didn't get vaccinated? Was it just a matter of choice? or they just Their son that lives with them, he's way older, but I don't know why he was living with them. But he's really sick right now, and I don't know if he's vaccinated. Mm. Yikes. I'm sorry to hear that, honestly. That's not, that's terrible. Um, And your, but your parents are good? Your parents are are like, you know. Yeah. They're not allowed to take a COVID test anymore because it'll still show up positive. Oh, wow. So they have have to wait a while. Oh, okay. But do they have any symptoms at all anymore or? No. They went through, um, they were getting antibiotics through an IV. Antivirals. Um, antivirals. Last week? Yeah, they were getting antivirals and fluids, like, and they said that really helped. For like three days, they would spend hours at the hospital. Wow. Oh, they, was it like outpatient? They would like go and then come home? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Good, good. Well, I'm glad they're okay. I'm glad they're doing better. Hopefully they'll Yeah, they're them. trying to convince my other aunts and uncles to go. Oh, to go? Um, some of them were a little hard-headed, and they're finally going wow and you guys are good you guys came through it with nothing yeah um, my dad said he just kept the air circulating and i just think it proves how much i don't stay around with my parents (laughs) Mm, (laughs) yeah in the same house (laughs) yeah yeah wow how's patrick doing lunches and dinners in our room Uh, i got tested a bunch of times and all of it came back negative so i'm all right yeah 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 I need so you're, just eat, you're all eating. You're all, you're just eating in your own rooms, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, the they're not contagious anymore. Like mm. about four or five days ago. That's yeah. good. Oh wow! Well, that's good. I'm glad they're okay. Jeez, man, what a, what a crazy time. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Well. That was I was gonna. Uh, the joke I made before my sound cut out was I was like, "Oh, so John uh, Shang Chi was good then," because we got off on this whole uh, this whole COVID discussion. But uh, I did want to I did want to check in and make sure. So John, was this like kind of an homage to like the '70s kung fu movies? Was there a little bit uh, of that in there? Or? No, not so much. It didn't feel like uh, like when Tarantino does it, and you're going, "Oh, that's that movie." He's <laughs> and that's a nod to that movie. Um, there were there were a couple of scenes that were at least for me kind of felt reminiscent to Jackie Chan, like oh, the first okay. like the first major fight. I thought, and also that uh, hidden dragon crouching tiger, or maybe I got it backward crouching tiger crouching. hidden dragon. Mm-hmm. There were uh, Jake. Didn't you think there's a couple scenes that kind of felt like that because it's kind of like magical? That sort of like you know once or, they got uh, into like yeah Kung Pao Enter the fist something like right because some of it was kind of like uh, you know like, like magical stuff you know. Uh, yeah they go to her village and there's all these mythical creatures and things. So yeah. I guess in that way, it kind of felt like an homage to maybe some of those films. Okay. Yeah. I know. I saw the Michelle Yeoh is in it. I didn't know that until the other day. So yeah. Yeah. Really good. It's real. I don't know. They're all great. They all do a great job. All right. I'm looking forward to it. You're going to, you're probably going to pick up on more of those, 
you're you're much more fluent in uh, kung fu movies and uh, martial arts movies. You'll probably pick up more references. Well, I you but, know um, I'm excited to I'm excited for the, the, they're doing this in the Marvel universe, so can't wait. Well, it's it's well done, and it's it, I won't give away anything, but you will see that he's firmly in that Marvel universe. So um, I'm sure he'll turn up in other things. But I thought it was solid, really solid. Everybody says they're loving it, so I'm excited to see what happens. I'm pumped. Yeah, I've only met. Well, I've only heard one person who doesn't particularly. He said it, like who? He said it was okay. Who? Ed. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him out. Oh, then I know it's good. It's like it's like eh, it's okay. Then I know it's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is Michelle playing the same character as Guardians of the Guardian Galaxy? Jake. Uh, Jake. She. What? Sorry, I, was, I got distracted. I got. Uh, distracted. Is she in Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. She's not. Uh, okay. Mm. I was thinking, what did I miss? <laughs> she, she's part of the old team, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yes. Does it make oh, sense? Oh. She's in this movie. Oh, with Stallone. I see. Um. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Beats me. <clears throat> Why don't you find out? Do a little digging there. This uh, is. Uh, uh, yeah. This is supposed to be like, um, let's see, the time frame on this is uh, after the the finger snap, I think. Yeah. Mm. Okay. But there's but there's flashbacks. They kind of show what happened with his dad and all that. So okay. All flashback. Yeah. I see. All right. What do you give it, Jake? Shang Chi. Uh, nine and a half. Wow! Wow, John. That was, was great. I give it an eight. John gives it an eight. Okay. So somewhere in very, between an eight and a nine and a half very solid. lies the truth. Yeah. That's, what I <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I say. Yeah, Justine, what are you watching on TV these days? I'm watching this 9-11 documentary on Apple TV right now. She's in a really depressed mood. I was going to say, there's no, there's no, <laughs> there's no, okay, great. Way to bring the show up after our 20 minute <laughs> COVID <laughs> chat. Yay. Have you ever watched the film United 93? Yes. Uh, yes. They're I talking about United 93 right now. Okay. Mm. Holy cow. Um, I also watched Hope Floats 28 Days Yours Only. Is that what it's called? Are you watching? Are you in a rom-com mood or what? I think well, it gave me suggestions and it kept me going. <laughs> ah. It's like you're depressed. Now watch these. Uh <laughs> Did you you watch the first episode of uh, the the building full of murders? Only murders in the building. I think I'm two episodes in. Yeah, are you excited what, that it's a thing? It was. It seemed cheesy, and then I got into it. I don't know what it was that kept me watching and wanting more. You know what's weird is Steve Martin is doing this thing now, uh, where he's just kind of playing these really and. Patrick, you can excuse yourself from this discussion, but uh, but uh, you know he's not the. I think Bowfinger was the last time where he had any kind of comedic edge. Right, right, right. yeah, bingo. And the correct assessment is never. And uh, okay, so kill the mic. Uh, (laughs) You're right, uh, Bowfinger. You're right. That's the last time he was funny. I think that's the last time Eddie Murphy was funny. I mean, really. Oh, you got to see Eddie Murphy in uh, in um, 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 Dolomite. He's great in Dolomite. Okay. Awesome in Dolomite. Coming to America, too. 
Uh, you know, I, did, I haven't seen that still. Still haven't seen that. Um, but uh, yeah, so he's just kind of playing these like sort of milk toasty. And in this one, I just watched a few minutes of the of the pilot. He's like an ex TV star who was like a detective on TV. Um, in this one, in, in this, this one, yeah. And he's milk toasty. And Martin Short is, you know, playing like a like a like a a Broadway director, like a like a aging Broadway director. So it's kind of like Martin Short's kind of in that pigeonhole where he's always like this someone in the industry, you know. He's always someone in you know an a, an actor or like Jiminy Glick or something. He's always in like I don't know. It just seems like you're stuck in these in this phase. Like the, I guess they're lucky they're working. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, I guess so. I just looked at the last movie after Bowfinger, the big one, was Pink Panther. Yeah. I I couldn't bring myself to watch that because I thought even if it's good, it's not going to be Peter Sellers, you know. Mm-hmm. I just okay. couldn't bring myself I couldn't bring myself to watch it. Mm-hmm. But um I did see a clip that made me laugh out loud where they're trying to teach him how to say the word hamburger. <laughs> and he keeps going Hamburger, hamburger, <laughs> and they just go on and on. No, it's hamburger, hamburger, <laughs> and I just about fell out of my chair laughing. So maybe I should watch it. Uh, someone has told me that that is the best scene in the movie. So maybe, maybe you maybe should not. <laughs> hey, that's great. Somebody just told me that's the only good scene. All right. I just thought it. it was weird that they're paired with Selena Gomez. How's that work? It was interesting you know she was actually another person she 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 she, so the whole thing is we should really be on this because the thing that unites them as characters is they love podcasts and in in particular true crime podcasts and that's what (laughs) that's how they bond in the and so there's a murder obviously you see where this is going there's going to be a murder that takes place in the building so Mm. And it's up to them to solve it. But uh, I mean, Steve Martin's great. Don't don't get me wrong. He's just always like ever since, you know, it, he he's much more father of the bride lately than, uh, you know, than, well, that's than the jerk. God, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, just Justine really likes that movie a lot. <laughs> father of the bride three. I'm down. Oh, yes. Yeah, wow. He's in that. Martin Short's in that. I forgot about that. Isn't he like the wedding pl- the wedding? He's the wedding planner. I was yeah. watching those old Letterman's, and you know Martin Short very early on already doing, like already obsessed with Hollywood and doing all the imitations and the impressions and stuff like that. You uh, know, it seems like he was always always fearless. I never saw Martin Short when he wa- wasn't just diving in a hundred percent. Yeah, no, no, no you, you got to give it to him. He sells it. He sells it. Uh, He's fearless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looks good. It look it looks like it has potential. I'll check it out. Uh, yeah. You didn't watch it, huh? You didn't watch. It? I watched the first like fifteen twenty minutes of it, and then I got called away. Wow! But you thought perfect for Justine because it's about a murder. It's podcast. about a murder podcast. It's about a murder podcast. Yeah. You know, look, the goodwill of Steve Martin and, and Martin Short carry me a long way. So I'll I'll check it out. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. I'll check it out. They've generated enough Everybody, goodwill in my life for me to say it's amazing. But something is keeping me in it well it's 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 just weird to think that martin steve martin and martin short are doing a tv show at this stage in their career you know it's especially steve martin but but you know the way things are these days that's the new you know uh, cable shows are the new feature films yeah no that's true i didn't know i had no idea it was coming out so i was i was pleasantly surprised i was pleasantly surprised Mm. by it so uh 
Uh, all right. What else? Uh, what else are you watching, Justine? Nothing depressing. Um, Invincible. Oh, based on the comic book. How is it? I've heard all of that one. Yeah. I'm so annoyed with her. Right. So the big, uh, not to spoil anything for those of you who haven't seen it, the big moment in that comic, in like the first two issues, right? The big one happens at the end of the first episode and she literally falls asleep right before it happens mm-hmm. so she knows everything up until hey oh shit this crazy thing happened and it's just like it would change her perspective completely you also described one of the most exciting scenes in cinema history history to her as you watched it on your phone so i don't know <laughs> you if know you're what? I, I take back what I said. You're absolutely right. Yeah, in a car. I think they're in a moving car. Yeah, yeah, like at a, at a stoplight. Yeah. Shooting at him. You know what? I, I take back my previous statement, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I'll never, I'll never be able to get my head around that, you know? It's like describing Psycho. Okay, she's getting in the shower. Now there's a guy in the room. There's a knife through the curtain. Okay, now she's screaming. Okay, now she's falling down. The music. The music's going, dun, 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 dun. Now, now it's her eyeball. Now it's the drain. Now it's the eyeball over the drain. Now there's water in the drain. And you're like, oh, all right. Take it all back. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Let me stop. Oh, we got five minutes. We got five minutes. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick oh, break. Yeah. And I also r- watched Annette. Don't watch it. Is it about Annette Funicello? That's the Adam Driver film on Amazon. Why would oh, you watch Sparks, that? Uh, oh, yeah. It's a Sparks musical, yeah. Is it really? Yeah, uh, yeah they wrote the music, and it's, uh, I don't know who directed it. Uh, so who's in it besides um, Adam Driver? The guy is from it, Big Bang Theory. Is it that Marion Cotard or Cotard? And that- or? Yeah, the girl from... Marion Cotton. Amberger. Enchanté. Amberger. What's that girl's name? The girl from Fromage. Okay. Fromage. Fromage. Yeah, I don't know. What's that girl's name? Je ne sais quoi. I'm just letting this... I'm just letting this bit go as long as it'll... I'm just... Trying to milk every. Marion Coit. Cotard. Cotard. I guess I got it. I guess I got it right. Marion Cotard. Anyone? Simon Helberg. If there are any, if there are any uh, uh, French speakers, native French speakers, please uh, let us know via Twitter how we're doing on that pronunciation. Please tell us how much we butchered your language. At Sue Complex. We're French Canadians. We accept all. Kinds. No, 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 Quebecois. Not the French Canadians. No, no, no. Mm-mm. You see Adam Driver pumping. No underwear. Humping? What? How that? What? Humping? And you still didn't like the movie. He was humping. He was carrying <laughs> something heavy. What? Well, he's, it's a love scene. Yeah. How was it? That, and so you, and you didn't sure enjoy you that? It. Yeah, I'm sure no, you loved it. No, because it's weird. Scene. What do you mean it's weird? <laughs> Singing this song, uh, saying how much they love each other, uh, and that one line just gets repeated and repeated and repeated uh, while they're also yeah. making love, mm-hmm. and it's weird. It's a Sparks musical, and they're, they are weird. You know, they're too, they're, I mean, they're great, but they're weird. Adam Driver said he wasn't going to do another Max musical. Ah. Did you see the pepperonis, though? Yeah. You Wait, get to see his that, whole torso. Uh-huh. He's very naked. Um, and you get to, you get to see the, the, the backside, the backside of water, the backside of Driver. 
just sad that um, it's a bad movie. You're not turned on because it's so weird. Uh, it's, it's like everything I wanted, and I'm not turned on. It's everything you wanted, just not the way you wanted it. Mm. Right. <laughs> you probably should have like turned the sound down, right? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it was a like, careful. Don't watch it. Watch it. What you it wish took for me three days to finish it. It's like it's like McDonald's. It'd be great if somebody said, "It'd be great if somebody said, hey, how'd you like to see Adam Driver naked in a movie?'" And you're like, "Yeah." It's like, okay, but it's gonna be it's gonna be this weird musical that he sings in the middle of. <laughs> mm-hmm. At the very end, I compared it to um, painting wagons. Paint your wagon. Paint your wagon. <laughs> Jake, you mean paint your wagon? Hey, uh, yeah, wagon. we're gonna we're gonna take our second. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna paint our wagons, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Superiority Complex, everybody. It was a lovely break. I uh, folded some laundry. Uh, Justine has a question. Go ahead, Justine. I also watched Coda. Oh, I've seen the preview for that, yeah. It was so good. Was it? What's it about? It's about a deaf family, Uh but their daughter can hear. Okay. So they rely on her a lot for as as a translator. And she wants to go to college. They're trying to keep her. And she's also a great singer. And they can't hear her sing. Oh. Did did they... Uh, is this uh, on HBO Max, I believe? Or Hulu? Nope, that's Apple TV. Apple TV, okay. Apple TV, all right. It was good. I, I cried. All right. Oh. Um, the other one I watched was Gunpowder Milkshake. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the one with um, uh, the girl from the... Uh, Michelle Yao. Michelle Yeoh is in it, but isn't and Gillian? Gillian? Yes, yes, from from Doctor Whom. How was that? So good. It looked like a little. What's bit... it about? What's it about? What a crazy title! Gunpowder Milkshake. It's about a. Uh, uh, they're like hitmen, right? Yeah. Um, wow. Reminded me of something. Did you? John Wick. Yes, like a John Wick, but lighthearted. <laughs> It looked like John Wick, but it also looked like the what was the Red movies, with uh, yeah, kind of. It also had a, like a small atomic blonde vibe. Okay. Mm. And um, the gentleman, what's the gentleman one called? Kingsman. 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 Yeah. Yeah, she looks. Like, it's it's like a hitman movie. She's a hitman. Her mom's a hitman, and they have to like. It was good. Oh yeah, it's Cersei. We're all yeah. hitmen. It's Cersei. Really? Yeah, and Karen Gillan. You, who you know oh, as uh, and uh, Angela Bassett. Oh, nice, nice. She's nice. so hot. Hmm. Wow, sounds good. So it's a show or a movie? It was. It was a movie that was supposed to be released theatrically, and I think because of COVID, it hmm. got put on uh, where Apple TV, Netflix, Netflix. Okay. What's Patrick into? I haven't been up to much. I haven't been reading anything uh, right now. I'm still continuing Spawn, uh, which is good. It's nice. Jake, what, Jake, what are you playing, man? Uh, I've been trying out a couple new games. Um, there's one that just came out, I want to say, last week. 
It's called Alien, I think Alien Fire Team. Yes, how was that? That's good. It's uh, it's based off the what Ripley Scott, right? That's the guy. Yeah, yeah. Alien Alien movie franchise. Uh, third person shooter, kind of like Left 4 Dead, where you just get uh, waves of uh, waves of alien waves of oh, I love this. varying different species, and you you have uh, missions which are broken up into like uh, well, yeah. Three, yeah, three missions that are like broken up into little submissions, uh, each with their own objectives, and it's uh, very tense. Getting chased by xenomorphs of all shapes and sizes. Xenomorph. Different classes with different abilities, and yeah, it's a good time. I love it. I love it. I can't wait. I've been stuck on Slime Rancher. I can't stop playing Slime Rancher. Oh, that that's one a great game. That's fun. It's a very just relaxing. Yes. I'm gonna collect these tiny little slimes, and we're gonna we're gonna feed them. We're gonna feed them. We're gonna breed them. We're gonna feed them. We're gonna breed them, and we're gonna make some money. And we're gonna make yeah, exactly. Capitalism at its finest. Plort. 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 It's it. You're plort, which is basically slime poop. Yep. All right. Guys, it's time for the quiz. It's time to play. I should have known that. Uh, randomly, we're randomly generating today. Justine, you're first on in the camera, so uh, you're going to be first. Justine, in what city is UCLA located? In what city uh, is UCLA located? LA. Yes, technically Westwood, but Los Angeles is what the card said. Uh, jo- oh no, Patrick, what is the name of Jerry Seinfeld's neighbor and arch enemy who was a postman? Uh, Newman. That's right. Newman. Uh, John, what country is the tennis player Rafael Nadal from? What Rafael Nadal? Mm, I have no idea. I'll say Spain. Correct. Pulls it out of his butt. Jake, what keyboard Bang. shortcut is used to save a document? What shortcut? Control S. Control S. Correct. Justine, in France, you greet acquaintances by kissing them on the on one on the cheek. Which cheek do you kiss first? Which cheek do you kiss first? Is it is it mine or his? Like which? You have so you to kiss the the right cheek. Correct. Right to left. I bet you wanted to kiss Adam Driver's right cheek the other day when you were watching that. Crazy. Hello. Hello. Yeah. They are known as Simon Simon and Garfunkel. But what are these singers' first names, Patrick? They are known as Simon and Garfunkel, but what are their first names? Wasn't it Jake's turn? Why did no. I... No, no you're not. You're not. Uh, nice try, I don't though. Remember. No, Get I don't out of your butt. Come on. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. How is that a hint? <laughs> How is that a hint on their first names? Put it in yeah, the put it in the pantry with your cupcakes. Paul Simon and yes, uh, Art oh, Garfunkel. Yes, look at that! Wow, look, pulled it out of his. Look what happens when you <laughs> research stuff online when because I can't see your computer. No, I just it took me a minute. John, who directed the movie Schindler's List? Steven Spielberg. Correct. Jake, 
in school yes. in in a school class there are 10 girls and 15 boys what percentage of the class are boys oh my god really mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god i feel like i'm gonna mess it up now uh 60 percent correct i'm like oh so easy and i got nervous for a second <laughs> Uh, all right, Justine. What boxer, nicknamed the Real Deal, had a section of his ear bitten off by Mike Tyson in 1997? What boxer, nicknamed the Real Deal, had a section of his ear bitten off by Mike Tyson in 1997? <laughs> Who is that? Hmm. Yes. I don't know. It was the real deal. Holyfield was Evander, the real deal. Holyfield. John's falling oh, asleep. That's the guy who got his. That's the guy who got his ear bitten off. John's dri- John's drifting. John, are you okay? No, I'm good. We got a little bit of a snore out of you. No. Yeah. He had a. Are we Darth boring Vader you? Thing you had a little Vader thing going on. Oh, really? Yeah. Patrick, no. is mercury a metal? Hmm. No. Yes, liquid metal. Heavy is metal. Is it really? It yeah. is a metal. That's a heavy metal. You're it's right. Quite, right. It's, You're quite right. Heavy. it's quite heavy. John, what is the name of the captain of the submarine in Jules Verne's novel, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? What is the name? Captain na- Nemo. Captain Nemo, yes. And now we are going to start doing this... Uh, Patrick, Jake, what are sects and kava? Sect, S-E-K-T and kava. What are they? Kava? Oh, I don't know. Um, there he goes again. No idea. I'm going to guess Egyptian gods, maybe? Set. They're sparkling wines. Sparkling wines. Uh, no idea. All right, so who's out? I should know. It's Justine and John. What are the most, where, John, I'm sorry, Justine, where are most of the U.S., where, where are you, are you out, Justine? Yes. Yeah, she's out. When did you? Yeah, it's just John left. Who's out? So I raised my hand. It's just John and John left. What did you miss, Justine? Oscar, I don't know. Mike Tyson's opponent. Oh, that's right. uh, John slept, walked his way to victory. I love it, man. Good for you, Jeff. Walk. <laughs> Jesus. A little, I'm, not, I'm not sleeping, even though I'm sitting up in bed. He had a little nap. We heard you. We, John, it's okay. We're all tired, man. Really? I made a sound? <laughs> did, did you guys hear it? You guys heard it, right? It wasn't me. Yeah. It wasn't just that dark. You were just, you were just doing like a, like you a, just, you just did like like a little. Darth Vader. You're doing like this. <sighs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was. I see. <laughs> breathing, John. Don't let him do that to you. Right. Hey, listen, I get, I get that way too. Listen, I bore myself sometimes. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Congratulations, John, on another one. He's yawning right now. <laughs> I love up. that. <laughs> Since when? Oh, oh, I got up early today. Okay. I don't know. I want to say seven thirty ish. I got up around seven thirty. Would you guys? Did you guys get up? Mm, about seven, yeah. Nice. How you feeling? Yeah, the workers came. I started hammering. Yeah, it's usually when it starts. <laughs> oh wow! God. They show up at seven. Yeah. 
Jesus, that's awful. They're not supposed to start. They're not supposed to technically start till eight o'clock. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Well, usually we're not home. Uh, just today you were home. Yeah. All right. Okay, guys, it's time for the Digital Movie Club. Who's excited about Digital movies! Digital movies! We lost John's camera. He's asleep. No, but something went wrong. <laughs> Let's see. How do I get back? Let's see. Hmm. I've been asking that my whole life. There's a little. How do I get back? On the bottom of the screen, there's a little. Uh, yeah. There's a bunch of oh, icons. One of them looks like yeah. a camera. Uh, mm. It's right next to the closed captioning. Right next to the CC box. I see. It's a little. It's a little rectangle with a triangle stuck to it. Yeah, the C7 box. Mm -hmm. Is it on your phone, John? Yeah, on the bottom, I got got three lines, a TV screen, and an arrow. (laughs) Do the the Mm. TV screen. Okay. Yep, nothing. God, how about that? That's weird. I don't know how to get back. What about the dots? Do the three dots. Camera. Uh, let's see. Is there anything with a line oh. to it? Oh, I know. Let's see. Uh, no, I mean completely off the screen. Let's see. I'm like on the Google or something. Let's see. Uh, on the Google. Are you on the Google? I am on the Google. We are now. It sounds like I'm 75. We are on the Google. On the Google. We pause. I'm sorry. They're so mean. We pause now That's for right. technical difficulty. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick yeah. break. We're going to let John <laughs> get his... We're going to we're gonna get, let John get his camera started out. But we need yeah, to take a break. We need to take a break anyway, so it's okay. <laughs> I love it. How about you just push all the buttons? We need to take, take a break anyway, so this yeah. is perfect. We'll be right back after these messages. Yeah, that's content, Justine. You can't just tell a story during the break. Yeah. And you know what? Content is king. That's right. Now we that's have, right. People are people. We have a lot of people who are competing for our ear space. You know, we got uh, all these true crime podcasts. We got all these TikTokers. We got all these uh, influencers. There's all kinds of stuff going on. These YouTubers. E girls left and right. Yeah. Yeah. E girls and F boys and. East End boys and West End girls, and it's just uh, you got your uh, you got your TikTokers and you got your uh, yep. take it away your dweebies, your dickheads, your your dorks. <laughs> you got your trolls. You got your uh, mm-hmm. you got the your. Uh, we gotta have people. We gotta have people mash down on our like button. You know what I'm saying? So we gotta make sure that we're uh, mash we're down them, on our like mm-hmm. button. Mm-hmm. Mosh. Uh, so we we were about to start the digital movie club, but we got to talking in between. I, uh, shout out to uh, uh, everybody over at the uh, Home Video Hustlers. Um, that's the Home Video Hustle 
uh, chat group on uh, Twitter. So uh, Brent says, what's up, Patrick? Uh, he says, what's up to everybody? Beside a geek says, what's up? Our friend Mikey Bags is over there. That's why I brought up bring my uh, give my regards to Broad Street, John. Uh, I think you're going to talk about the, it. Over right. is, there, is there somebody going to like try to make us watch that? No, they're going to they're going to they're going to talk about it over on the uh, movies that rock uh, podcast with uh, Josh oh, Scott, right? Josh Scott Fitzgerald. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So um, uh, you know, our friends of the show, but uh, yeah, yeah, they were. They, so you know, we were just talking about the great uh, Paul McCartney. So you know. Uh, yeah, they, they they can't all be gems. <laughs> they can't, man. Every you know, I mean, every band has some clunkers, right? Uh, what's your favorite, <laughs> John? What is your? Let me ask you this: What is your favorite musical clunker? What is your favorite song by a band that is pretty much considered a clunker, but you still like? Oh, um, yeah. You know, I don't know. I I like. I've always liked Wonder Boy by the Kinks, and that was their biggest flop, right? Oh, they've had a lot of flops. We're talking about the Kinks. But, I mean, that was like I think that's their biggest flop, and I've always thought that was a that was a fun song, really really cool. And that's probably the the single that did the biggest belly flop, right? Maybe. I mean, they have a lot of you? them. They have a lot What's of songs. Biggest, they have yeah. a lot, oh, I don't know. Clunker that you like. No clunkers. Anything no, off no the clunkers? anything off the original Space Jam soundtrack, really. <laughs> The original Space Jam. The original Space Jam soundtrack. Space Jam. That that soundtrack is a moment in time, uh, you know, because you have like, uh, uh, you know, all these, you know, I think you have Seal doing Fly Like an Eagle, and you have right. I think think, yeah. (laughs) Good stuff. I think the infamous R. Kelly is. I mean, that's I I believe I can fly is on there, but uh, Uh another one of those uh, soundtracks that's just a moment in time is the. American Pie soundtrack, and that is a soundtrack, that is a snapshot of bands I never want to listen to, if you ever, mm. um, but somebody's, I don't know, like, think of a band that you love and a song that, that really people don't, or just, you know, I'm trying to think of a song that people just write off as, like, the band's worst song, but somehow you still like it, I'm just trying to Oh, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, was mm-hmm. the Marine by the Beatles? Mm. So good. Amazing. You think song. you think that's the worst Beatles song? It's the no. one that you're most you're most tired of, right? It's the one everybody knows. <laughs> What's that one? Mm. Well, I mean, you can learn it in two seconds. You know, it was written for kids. You know, they, all this, all the uh, lines are simple because it was supposed to be a sing along, something that any kid could pick up. You know, it works. Well, we, we forgot to say Happy Star Trek Day. Oh yeah, live long today. I don't know why it's celebrating fifty five years. Uh, live long and prosper. Yeah. So this is the day that the uh, show premiered. Mm-hmm. Fifty. How about years. that? Wow. Wow. Fifty five. And how old is Shatner now? Very. One hundred and five. <laughs> He's still doing commercials. He's doing commercials for like CPAP. Uh, you know, uh, cleaners. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's still, you can tell he's like doing these commercials from his living room, you know. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, and he does, I think, the health insurance thing that, that Jimmy J.J. Walker does, too. Good for him. Uh, listen to the way, uh, when, when you see those CPAP commercials, listen to the way he says fresh. Just listen to the way 
they they make him say fresh about twenty times, and there's something about the way he says it that just drives me up the wall. I know which one you're talking about because they they pop up during like the afternoon, like the the local news. They turn up during yeah, like or, a, yeah, yeah. It, and it's also like on MeTV after like Matlock and Murder She Wrote. There's a definite demographic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for, you know, you're watching TV and it's all for like CPAP and catheters and stuff. You're like, wow, this is a definite demographic. <laughs> here, you know? We'll be right back to the Andy Griffith show after this word, but you know, for reverse what? mortgage. <laughs> Tom or Selleck, Tom Selleck trying to get his claws into your house. And then so here's great. William Shatner. William Shatner. And they pick people that you trust, you know, because Alex Trebek was doing a lot of these too. They're picking people you'll trust. You know, sure. like Joe Namath is doing one now. You know, I haven't laid eyes on Joe Namath in like 30 years. Joe Namath is now trying to sell you, you know, uh, insurance coverage, you know. Why wouldn't you believe Captain Kirk? I mean, come on, think about it. Yeah, he knows how to do a commercial, I'll tell you. You know what I mean? You got to hand it to the guy, you know. Everything gets 100%. He's not sleepwalking through it. <laughs> Justine just flipped the camera off, and now her and Patrick are doing something. We can't see what's going on. There's a dog in there. It's all kinds of stuff. Well, it is. Uh, uh, oh, you know who we lost? Um, uh, we lost. Uh, uh, Chucky White. William. What? From because uh, he was on. Uh, yeah, Michael Empire. K. Williams. Michael K. Williams. Yeah. Chuck. Yeah, and uh, if you've ever seen The Wire, or oh, you, yeah. or you watch Lovecraft Country, uh, great. Yeah. Actor, unfortunately, died of a heroin overdose uh, over the weekend. Oh, boy. Uh, and great, great actor. If you've never seen The Wire and you have HBO Max, check it out. He is absolutely amazing in that, just riveting in that. Uh, and there's a lot of heavyweight actors in that show. Uh, but uh, he is amazing in it, so check it out. So R.I.P. Uh, Michael Williams. Um, I was really sad. Talk about, a guy, talk about a guy that just burned up the screen, you know? Some people, when they're on the screen, you can't take your eyes off them, you know? For real. For real. The charisma is like through the roof. Yeah, and he was great as the dad in Lovecraft Country. He was fantastic. Um, So, uh, all right. Uh, Let's get to the Digital Movie Club, guys, because as you can see, Voodoo is active and ready to go back here. Uh, Let's talk about City Slickers. Patrick, take it away. Alrighty, City Slickers released in 1991 on June 7th, a month before my birthday. Mm. Got a 6.8 on IMDb, a 90% on Rotten Tomato, directed by Ron Underwood, starring Billy Crystal, Daniel Stern, Bruno Kirby, Patricia Wedig, Helen Slater, and Jack Palanche. Uh, with a budget of 27 million, grossed 180 million. 180 million. Wide. Jack Palance wow. won Best Supporting Actor for this role. Patrick, what year were you born? 91. It was literally a month before I was born. This is this came out before Patrick was born. Think yeah. about that, John. Uh, like we're sitting in a theater watching the movie and uh, he's being born. So this is what the world looked like when you were when you were in the in the tum tum. When I was non existent. Yeah, yeah. Little... You know, you were existent. You were around. Yeah. Oh, you no. were in the womb. You, you were in the womb. You were negative. Negative one month. Yeah, yeah, you were getting ready. You were T minus. You were like a little astronaut in the capsule. T minus <laughs> thirty days. You're just in there, there upside down. Go. Yep, just ready to drop. Uh, hang, hang on, everybody. Here we go. Here we go. Do 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 do. You can fly. You can fly. You can fly. 
Do you remember that John Larroquette line? <laughs> he had a thing in his office that says, this is a dark ride. And he said, they should put that at the end of the birth canal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because he, the, character, the character was an alcoholic. So <laughs> they say, what's with that sign? He's like, I think they should put that at the end of the birth canal. <laughs> Let's talk about, speaking of birth canals, we do see a birth in this movie. Uh, we see the birth of a beautiful calf named Norman. Uh, we, there's a lot of going on in this movie. There's a lot to unpack. Uh, and, and boy, has my perspective on life changed since I saw this movie last time. So it's kind of interesting to... Uh, to, to How run old were you? Uh, I really love this movie when it came out. Like in the 90s, I would, I would watch this movie all the time. It was very funny. Uh, you know, uh, like Billy Crystal and, uh, you know, he's, uh, I like the one-liners. They're snappy. Uh, bless you. Bless you, you, you. We all have an affinity for Bruno Kirby, I think. Uh, Bruno yeah. Kirby's great. Uh, great actor. The great Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern's great, yeah, too. Everybody's great in this. So let's talk about who had seen this. Was it, was John, were John and I the only two who had seen this before we started? No, I saw it when I was a kid. You I saw it when you were a kid. Patrick, Jake, you had seen it? Nope. Justine. Not at all. All right, Jake... You're the resident comedy guy. Let's start yeah. with you. What did you think, City Slickers? Walk wow. us through it. I thought, I thought it was great. It's a a, a nice a nice setup, you know. Mm-hmm. Man, just kind of in his midlife crisis, doesn't know what to do with himself. It's yeah, just like sure. Like yeah. what? Do, it's like most middle aged men or most middle aged men who lost their way go on some crazy journey mm-hmm. in some form or another whether it's you know uh what do you call it what do you call it when they when they with the cattle the thing the cattle drive cattle drive cow they drive cattle or you know buy a fancy car or board games There's a wall board of board games. games yeah 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 there you go yeah Just to rediscover your youth mm-hmm. but um yeah i thought it was solid i thought the three main characters had a nice had some great chemistry mm-hmm. with each other they felt like they were been friends forever. I don't, I don't know if they actually were or not, but yeah, I thought it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. It was nice to see Bruno Kirby and Billy Crystal reunited after uh, City or after when Harry met Sally, because yeah. they were very yeah. believable as friends in that movie. So that yeah. kind of, that kind of helps set this up for you. And then uh, you know you, you have one of the Wet Bandits. Why wouldn't you be friends with one of the Wet Bandits? You know, <laughs> so there's uh, there's that. Uh, did you laugh, Jake? Did you LOL? Did you... Uh... I mean, there weren't a whole lot of spots where I was like, you know, there was no like, uh, there's no like deep belly laugh, you know? <laughs> but I but I had a good, I had a good time. Justine is mad at it. And uh, were you, yeah. were you impressed with Jack Palance? Do you think he deserved the Oscar? Jack the... Palance? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this isn't too far out of his wheelhouse, is it? No, we saw him. You know who he is? He's the bad guy in Shane. He's the he was right. the one. He He's was going the, full yeah, circle. Like, yeah, yeah, full circle. <laughs> so I thought he did a great job, but this isn't really. I wouldn't necessarily call this out of his wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. I think for at the time it was just no one had seen him in a while. Well, they, 
Batman. He had been in Batman, but no one had seen him do a role like this. You know it. what it is? I think they, it's almost like one of those awards where they're really giving it to him for a lifetime's work, you know? Yeah, yeah. And some, sometimes that happens. You'll be up for something, and the Academy goes, well, you know, you were good, but this is really for your whole career, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool that he did get it, because he'd been working for years, and, you know, I don't know how much uh, sort of attention he ever got, you know? And he kind of had one of those things where he went through a period in the 70s where he kind of had to go to Europe and make some you know, right, some right. non-A pictures over there and do stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Jay, uh, Patrick. Thank you, Jake. Patrick? City Slickers, you um, saw it as a kid. Seeing it as an adult, what do you think? I, I think I appreciate it more now than I was a kid uh, as I've gotten older, I guess. Um, it's a fun movie. Do I think it's an amazing film? No, but it's a nice, you know, like, uh, guy's journey, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, it's got some funny moments. Um, and it's, it's also really heart, you know, heartfelt at the same time. Like you really wanted Norman to survive. And mm -hmm. I, it, it always makes me happy when you see him at the end of the film getting in the car. Yes. It's just such a great moment. Does, uh, are you more happy for Norman or are you more happy for... Daniel Stern, the wet bandit hooking up with Supergirl. What do you, uh, what do you more? For Norman, of course. Yeah, Norman. <laughs> Norman looks like he's, I thought the little, I thought the son for a second, I was like, is that Jake Gyllenhaal as a little kid? Is it him? It is. Yeah, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Is it really him? Yeah, you checked the credits. Oh, that's great. Because I, I spotted that in the credits, and I went back. I went, wait a minute. Justine, your, your, uh, your mic is off. No. Talking to that one. There you go. Justine, were you... Uh, yeah, I go, that kid looks like Jake Gyllenhaal. And then I didn't bother to check. Sharp, Sharp eye. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's how, that's how long ago this movie was. Look, I don't, can you believe it? Jake Gyllenhaal was a little kid. He's just a little kid. Now he's Mysterio. <laughs> no. And now he's mysterious. Patrick, which character did you identify with the most? Uh, I mean, I think I like Billy Crystal's character the most. Yeah. Uh, he seems the most uh, grounded, I guess. Mm -hmm. Even though he is, you know, suffering through a midlife crisis. I thought you would have you would have uh, been more the uh, the Bruno Kirby guy. I felt like that would have been your yeah. guy. Just tearing through him. No, no, I'm pretty. I'm, Jesus. Pretty I'm, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I kid, of course. Uh, was it weird to see? Um, is that Bart Simpson's voice? Uh, oh yeah, no, it's uh, it's the Lisa's Lisa voice. Simpson's voice. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, Yeardley Smith. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Boy, nobody's got a voice like that. That's for yeah. sure. Was it weird? When to she see? opens her mouth. You're like, wow, that's one of a kind. <laughs> yeah. I'm 20. Yeah, yeah. Was it? Was it weird to see Lisa Simpson uh, walking around? We saw her in Maximum Overdrive. Don't forget. Yep. No, nobody's. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's, we did. We did. Yeah. It's a fun movie. I don't know. It's not one of my favorites. Yeah. Mm. Agreed. It was just kind of there for you. Yeah, it was fun. It's, right. um You know, it's not like it's the greatest piece of cinema. Exactly. History. What what I what struck me watching this is this really started a cottage industry of middle-aged guy comedies. Uh, yeah. You know, this is like, yeah. uh, what's that one with Robin Williams and John Travolta? Wild Hogs. Yeah. And now yeah. Adam Sandler's doing a bunch of them. 
Um, Grown ups. Yeah, this is really kind of like that. Yeah. This kind of started that mold yeah. of the middle aged guy crisis sure. comedy. Justine, what did you yeah. think, man? But didn't we already see this in the. The odd couple? Yes. Maybe a little bit. Maybe they're, they're they different. Weren't, they weren't on a dude ranch, though. Mm-mm. <laughs> okay, I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't know which one. Which one's Oscar and which one's Felix? Yeah. Felix. Felix. Um, I liked the film. I laughed a lot with um, Billy Crystal. Yes. I laughed. Yeah, I laughed a lot. Yeah, he's funny. He's I had an issue with how they were treating the horses and the cows. Mm. Well, I couldn't it, watch it. it I was, didn't like it. it. It was all monitored by the SPCA. They didn't have to go through that. Go through what? Yeah, they did. It was a movie. Go through well, what? I mean, if you're if you're herding cattle, they're probably going to go through that anyway. You're going to go through rivers and you're going to go over mountains. And I think if you're herding cattle, that is what they go through. Exactly what they go through. Yeah. It was tough to watch. That, what? Really? Yeah. yeah, I had a hard time. All I did was complain, huh, Patrick? Yep, she complained a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the look on his face is like he's got a thousand yard stare. <laughs> yep, she complained a lot. Someday this war is going to end. <laughs> <laughs> yep, this is true. What? Yes, there was complaining. Like, what do you think? Someday the, I'm going to get out of here. It's funny. I looked at this and I didn't think the animals were put through any really kind of hardship. Oh, how it just, it just looks like if you're herding cattle, this is probably what happens. You go up and down mountains and through rivers, and that's what's been going. I don't know what they how they do it these days, but I mean, herding cattle is herding cattle, and they're out there in the elements. Yeah, and, and uh, they were going to kill them. I couldn't. It was sad. Mm. So, Justine, did that? Uh, did that did that deter you from enjoying the rest of the movie? Um, I had issues with it. Yeah. Interesting. Like, tell Ooh. us, tell us about it, man. Uh, I just didn't like the animal parts, but I love Norman. I asked Patrick if we can have a baby cow. He said no. Did yeah, she really uh, ask you that? Yeah, did she really I'm ask you that? A it was so monster. cute. It's cute. Big eyelashes and the big eyes and this cute. I want body. you to. I'm going to recommend a movie to you. It's called Go West with Buster Keaton. I want you to. Watch oh my it. God! Yeah. You, you think the whole movie? Yeah, yeah. You will. <laughs> oh my God! You think this cow is cute? You watch oh, Go she West. She really has to see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He falls in love. He falls in love with the cow. <laughs> God. Billy Crystal. It. I'm telling you, man. I love how uh, she's all. You're not putting that thing in the apartment. Well. For a while, and then we'll put him in the uh, petting zoo with your mom. <laughs> I love that. We'll put him in the petting zoo with your mom. <laughs> mm, pretty I funny. Just, I don't get that Billy Crystal got a lead role. I don't understand if he was like a big hottie in that time. No, he was a star. you just need. He was a star. You just needed someone. More of, he makes you laugh. Yes. What makes him cute? Yes. Um, but, but it, Isn't it's this hard a, a, to believe it, that he can get any girl he wants. It's always hard. Whoa. Well, that's not how he's portrayed, that he can get any girl he wants. He's already he's married. He's kind of this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it, is this, is, this is after When Harry Met Sally, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, what the, you know, at the time, what he is, is he's a comedian that can get 
uh, a lead in a movie that's a comedy. I don't think he was ever sort of sold as a leading man. But what he, for a while there, he could... Like who? Meg Ryan. Yeah, I don't know. Those are like, it's kind of like the Woody Allen thing. You're a lead in a romantic comedy. It doesn't mean that they're selling you as this big, hot lead actor, you know? Yeah, you're just supposed to be someone who can, you're supposed to be, you know, a, a person with a sense of humor who can, you know, land a, yeah. land a girlfriend. I yeah. think, yeah, he's just playing this guy. I mean, yeah, he was, I guess he was able to get a wife, but it's not like they're selling him as some sort of ladies' man. If anything, it's Bruno Kirby seems to be the one that, uh, it's got the, the, the moves that he seems to be just, you know, yeah. That's a tough sell. All the, uh... That's a tough sell. What's that? That's a tough sell. That's like... yeah, but everyone, everyone knows somebody like that who's just sort of like, you know, they come off kind of blustery and somehow that touches a nerve and they get some women. That's... Well, I think yeah. Billy Crystal's a huge flirt in all his films. Mm. Like he said he's being polite. No, you're a flirt. <laughs> oh. So it, it sounds you're... like it offended you. You were mad about that. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like well, a little mad at him. It offended me because he said he wasn't. I'm like, yes, you are. Mm-mm. That was kind of the joke, though. That the Bernard Cooper is saying, "Say you just flirted with her." He's like, "No, I didn't." He's like, uh, "He's deceiving. Quiet. He's deceiving himself." You know, that's the joke. He's he's fu- he's fooling nobody. You know, he's like, "I'm just being nice to her." It's like, no, no, no. You're wa- you're you're looking at her. You know. Bothering you? Well, just admit it. You're a flirt. Right. You know, there's a lot of guys that, you know, you're, you're just, he's deceiving himself. That's part of the movie, is that he's trying to figure out what he's uh, all about, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, this is it, you know? Yeah, Justine. Um, I don't know. It's, it's not like he's making her dress up in a Supergirl outfit or something. Yeah. yeah. Are you mad at the way I feel about the movie, Mario? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you playing? Call of Duty? Yeah. What is that? I see, a, I see <laughs> somebody unloading some... and firing a rifle. What are you playing? Ah, look at the smile on his face. He's playing a video game. Oh, do you have your monitor hooked up to hers? No, it's hers. Oh, she's looking at... Behind me on her computer. Yeah, Patrick's playing a video game. And uh, Jake, I'm assuming, is playing a video game, too. With each other. Are you guys guys playing with each other? Yeah, always. (laughs) 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 <laughs> so Mario's all oh this is why we do it at the comic shop mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are, <laughs> you guys are lucky I have a gosh darn cough today um, a gosh darn cough <laughs> John having seen this before I, did you see this theatrically yeah All right. what did you think of watching it revisiting it all these years later uh, I laughed a lot you know, Billy Crystal is a funny guy. You know, his, the window of opportunity, he's got like a handful of movies where he's really funny. And then he's got a bunch where he's not all that funny. And he's still making movies and, you know, he, he's not like top of his game. But there's a period where he is really damn funny. And I think this is one of them. If you look at his filmography, this is definitely, I'd say, right up there with uh, When Harry Met Sally. Sure. He's, at the t- he, he's got great comic timing. He's great with the one-liners. And, uh, and he can pull off... You know, the small moments when he's having like an emotional moment, all that stuff with him or writing with Jack Palance, you know, not every comedian could pull that off. You've got to be somewhat of an actor. That was kind of interesting where he goes off with Jack Palance and they sort of have a moment where they they talk about the meaning of life and that whole thing. I thought Palance was great. That whole thing about you city folks, you make everything so complicated. All you got to do is find that one thing. You know, I just thought that was kind of cool. It's a little corny. You know, it's a little slick, but I, I thought that was kind of a nice moment. 
you know, where he says, what is that one thing? He's all, that's for you to find out. Yeah. And the, and the fact that it's Jack Palance, you know, he's, he's got 50 years of experience behind that line. You know? so, sure. Uh, so, you know, it's not the perfect film, but it sure works for what it is. Yeah. Being sort of a comedy with, it's a comedy with a little bit on its mind, you know, the way that guys behave and all that. And, uh, you know, everybody gets that, that moment in their life where, yeah, you're sort of like, you either, <laughs> yeah, you go nuts. You know, like Bruno Kirby, he's chasing after these younger women, or you get a sports car. Everybody sort of, and you know, the thing is, they kind of drag him. I love at the beginning of the movie, he says he's, they drag him, you know, to do these things, so scuba diving or whatever it is. And uh, it's always Bruno Kirby's idea, and he drags them along because he, they're the best friends, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know, I enjoyed it. It's, um, it's not reinventing the wheel. It's not some sort of cinematic masterpiece. But for what it is, it's a lot of fun, and I laughed all the way through it. There's, there's, a, there's, a, lot of, there's a lot of some really good lines in here. Really, really good yeah. lines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love the scene where he's doing the, uh, he, can, he can recommend the perfect ice cream flavors for after any meal. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Ben and Jerry. I love when they said, yeah, they said, wait, you're not the guys on the, uh, the label. He said, well, yeah, if we were, could you eat? <laughs> <laughs> and that's David Tamer who turns up on a lot of stuff. Sure. One of the, 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 uh, the, the short skinny one with the glasses. That's uh, he's in a hell of a lot of movies. Turns it, it turns um, up in everything. He's, he's, yeah. he's always like, you know, a lawyer or some kind of, he's something, he's always some kind of accountant or somebody, you know, some kind of schlubby yeah. character. Uh, I was going to say, John, for me, the biggest change was I feel much less sympathetic for all of their plights, you know, now that, you know, because he's, he's making a big deal about turning 40, and here I am about to turn 50, and I'm like, suck it up. Just get over yourself. And uh, I'm sitting there, I'm going to turn 60 this year. Yeah, in like a month, <laughs> two months, I'm going to turn 60. So I'm thinking, he's a, yeah, exactly. You're thinking, you're a young man. You know, you are a young man. You got your whole life ahead of you. On the other hand, I'm thinking, you know, you're you're married with a kid, so you must be looking at this through different eyes. Yeah, I'm just well, like, suck it up. When but, he you know said what I mean? how old he was, I was like, oh, that's four years away from me. I don't have mm. anything he has. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I do like the... So it, the, the we're t- all looking at it through our age group, you know. Sure. Yeah. Being on and, the other uh, side of but, turning 40, I'm, I'm like, oh, what? But Mario, when you saw this, you were a kid, at, you know, or a teenager, and now, as a, you're a husband and a, and a father, you've got to be looking at this uh, differently, this movie. <laughs> it is weird to say, I mean, I guess people do feel, quote-unquote, trapped. I guess people do feel that way, because they feel like I should be farther, you know, I should have this or I should have this by now. But I guess I've never measured my life by, like, you know, gains. I've never measured it in... You know, at this level, I'm gonna. It's not. It's not like a video game where I've like, you know, I'm at this level, I'm gonna have this. At this level, I'm gonna have this. I'm, I've never looked at life that way, and uh, I mean, I feel. Uh, uh, you know, it's gonna sound a little corny, but I feel lucky every day that I wake up and I have the, the wife that I do and the family that I do. I feel just. I feel lucky enough that that's enough for me. So I don't feel. Yeah. I don't get the. You know, I don't. I don't. I think that's why I really haven't truly had a midlife crisis yet, where I feel like. Oh God, my life is almost half over. Or whatever you know, because you you're know. a lucky guy. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 honestly, and I mean, let, let's be real. I'm going to be real honest. I mean, I now have you know, you know, I'm diabetic, so you know, 
I might not make 80 is, you know, you know, my chances of making it to 80 are diminished. So I might be well yeah. past middle age now. You know, I might be in the last third, you know, I might be on the, I know when people, <clears throat> when people talk about middle age and they go, Hey, you're 50 middle age. You're like, yeah, if I hit a hundred, <laughs> <laughs> it's like how many people hit a hundred? Yeah. But yeah. you know, the conclusion you've come to is the conclusion. He goes through the whole movie. He comes to the conclusion. He says, oh, my God, it's all, my whole life is right here. It's my wife and kids. Yeah, and I'm, <laughs> hey, look, I'm not trying to diminish, you know, people are having issues like that in their life. I mean, we all have issues. We all have something that we carry with us. I'm not trying to diminish that. For, but for me, I didn't feel very sympathetic towards them uh, being that racked up about turning 40, you know, being, you yeah. know, being 10 yeah. years on the other side of it. And I don't think I, I don't remember being that weirded out about being 40. I really did. I, I don't think I did. I don't, maybe I, maybe people remember it differently, but I'm just, you know, for me, it was never a big, but nobody, I, uh, nobody I, I hang out with really, you know, makes a big deal about our age. Although my you know best it is Mario, if I may be presumptuous, I don't want to speak for you, but I think for you and me, we never a hundred percent let go of our youth anyway. No. So we've still, we still got that. And that probably keeps us uh, relatively sane what, what, is that we, we did, still have a part of our brain that says, yeah, so what? Yes. I'm going to go, go watch Star Trek and I'm going to go, you know, yeah. read the new Iron Man. And what do I care if, you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. did the, did the wall of Funko pops over here, give it away? Is that what, is that what <laughs> uh, no, you know, it's uh, yeah, funny. Exactly. You know, it's exactly. funny though. Uh, we, like I said, we don't really care about age, but my friend, my our, shout out to my boy, Hidish Patel. He had a birthday, just turned 50 last month. He sent me a picture today that said, so it begins. And it was his AARP membership. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> did he, did he join? Because they've been mailing me that stuff for 10 years and I just tossed it in the trash. You, you did can, he actually join? <laughs> I think he actually joined. You can actually join when you're younger. There's no minimum age requirement. You can actually join. At, you could join now if you want. Uh, I'm afraid that if I join, that there'll be a knock at the door, and it's going to be Tom Selleck going, "Now look, I'm not here to take your house away, but um, <laughs> come have dinner. Borrow in your house. I'm here to take your house away. Come have look, dinner with me I'm and my family. To, we're not tra not trying to scam you out of your house, but if you want to borrow money on it, uh, yeah, my mom will tell you that's a big scam. My mom mm. comes from a my mom comes from that generation where. If you buy a house, that's the that you know that's like that's that's the pinnacle. So you yeah, know, you you that that's your legacy. You leave that house for somebody. You know you don't no no reverse mortgages. So I think somebody she knows she should it. call Tom Selleck and say she should call Tom Selleck and say where do you get off? Trick? <laughs> Listen these, to me, Mag. People that trust you. <laughs> uh, Listen, someone someone she knows did a reverse mortgage, and my mom was horrified, horrified. Yeah. Jesus, uh, you know, it's, she's like you. Scary, you work your whole it? life, and then they just take it away from you. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, yeah. I'm no no reverse mortgages here. We're good. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I yeah. I, no, don't get me wrong. The funny parts are still funny, but it, after a while, it was just like, come on, you guys. You're three. You you all live in Manhattan apartments. That's the other thing. Yeah. They're all doing. They're all doing okay. So for them to be that whiny is really kind of galling. Maybe, <laughs> you know? maybe you know, <laughs> Daniel Stern. You feel for because he's obviously trapped in a in a horrible marriage, and you know, he, and he's lost his job, which was you know that's the problem with working for a father in law. You know, it's like he lost his job, he he lost his wife, and he's what did he say? He's, I'm going to lose everything. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know yeah. that scene where he loses it with the gun, where he's just sitting there yeah. and he just loses it. Yeah, that was really uh, great. Yeah. That I thought that was a really good good scene from daniel stern it's a great scene and he pulled it off it goes to show you he can play more than just the goofy friend you know yeah yeah 
he can play the angst-ridden homicidal friend. Patrick, are you are you beating people with a wrench or are you fixing things? Uh, beating people with a wrench. Okay. What are you playing? Rust. What? Rust. Rust. It's a oh, survival game. On Steam? I thought he said breast. I thought he said breast, too. That's what I was going to say. Wow. I'm playing breast. Just boob. Yes, I'm playing my breast. I'm playing boob. Uh, boob. If you ever need help with that, let me know. <laughs> I got a handful. Of he, it. he just okay. told you, Jake, that he doesn't like to be touched. Jake, you just talked about this last week. This Patrick, all last week. Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean I'm not going to stop trying. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not a good thing. Patrick, how do you feel about Jake constantly trying to touch you? Do you feel like Wait, that? Do you, do you feel like well, the one day he's not? Topic. One day he's gonna feel less comfortable to the point where he'll be okay with it. But uh, Patrick, we will get the score. But I just want to ask Patrick one thing. Honestly, this is serious now. Do you think it's because sometimes when you touch, the honesty is too much? Is that what the thing <laughs> is? Oh my! Oh my no. God! <laughs> that has absolutely nothing to do with it. All right, let's, he has to break down and cry. What is the next line? I don't know. Down and cry. Sometimes yeah. when we touch, no, the honesty is too much. much. Uh, you are the magnet, and I am the steel. <laughs> oh dear Lord! Tom Waits. God, the, the Tom 70s. Waits. Yeah, that would have been Tom Waits. Tom yeah. Waits does. I it. am the magnet. And you are the steel. Sometimes when we touch. Now he could have served, he could have uh, boosted that song into a decent song. Sometimes when we touch, the honesty's too much. Tom Waits would have. Tom Waits. Is I, I have to close my eyes and hide. Oh, oh, there you go. I have to close my eyes and hide away. That's yeah, you're right. Tom Waits can save any song. Uh, Tom Waits could have been in the Jack Palance role in this movie, now that you think about it. Hey, now that you think about it. Well, you saw the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so that's a, so what he, yeah, he, what he plays is like the crazy old Walter Brennan parts now. That's right. Uh, let's rank it then, Justine. Look, give us your City Slickers rank. Wow, you hated the animals. I never know what to expect from you. Never. It's always a guessing game. Cheese Louise. Justine's middle name, Justine's middle name is Sucker Punch. It's a, it's, a, it's a roller coaster ride. I couldn't watch it. The animals were being treated harmly. I give it an A. <laughs> being treated harmly is what I just said there. Uh, I buy that. That's a good line. Patrick? Um, I give it a six and a half. 6.5, Jake. I'll give it a seven. Seven. That's a that's a solid score, John Sandy. I give it a seven. Yeah, it's a seven for me. It's seven. It's a pleasant diversion. This Absolutely. Is, this is the kind of movie that you could put on in the background, and you have some. If there's nothing to do, you can always watch it, and it, it'll entertain you, and you won't you you'll you'll be happy at the end of it. Okay. Absolutely. Next week, guys, big week. Big week here on the Digital Movie Club. This is one of the greatest flops of all time. One of the greatest movies that should have been bigger. Well, don't say that. Well, it didn't. It didn't do well at the box office, and it should have. It's one of my favorites. Did it lose money? Did it lose money, or was it just not a big, big hit? I don't know if it lost money. I mean, um, I think it did better than like the Phantom and the Shadow <laughs> and the Spirit. Yeah. Right. Jesus. It's a never-ending list, isn't it? What is mm -hmm. it? What are we watching? The Rocketeer. Oh. How about Rocketeer? Mm-hmm. You got to put on a little black mustache and go, how about this? The Rocketeer. With the great Timothy Dalton? Yeah. 
My first wife, course. Jennifer Connelly. Dear Lord, never more beautiful than in this movie. Um, Have you seen it, Justine? Yeah, I've seen it. I think she Where's looks she? better older, actually. I don't, mm, mm. I'm, I'm going to stop right there. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> John feels that she's utterly amazing. Um, oh, holy smoke. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you what it is. It's because it's the 40s. I know, I, I, it's I know the forties. People are always like, every movie she lo- she keeps losing weight. It's like every every year that passes. Why does she keep losing? She's getting skinnier and skinnier. Why is she losing weight at such a crazy rate? Uh, she's the Benjamin Button of uh, actresses. I guess that's true. Yeah, um, become a little baby. She is always lovely. She's also the voice. I forgot she was the voice of uh, the suit in uh, Homecoming. I totally yeah, forgot about that. The voice of the what? Of the suit in Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Kiss her, Peter. That's crazy. What's that? When she's all, kiss her, Peter. (laughs) The way she says it. When she rescues uh, the girl from the... the, Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah. Our friend Tom Holland. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're we're watching The Rocketeer next week. I'm excited. What did you think she was lovelier in, Justine? Do Do you have an answer? Uh, Beautiful Mind, The Hulk. Yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. She's she's still lovely. She, she, yeah, she's beautiful in that movie too. I don't know. This and the Hot Spot, I think, are the two that I could just. Uh, well. Anyway, next. Yeah. Anyways, what's the next week? <laughs> what's on next week after this one? Uh, yeah. What's on after that, Justine? Oh. Uh, it was Judgment Day. Yes, we're 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 gonna we're about to enter a run of uh, of really good '90s movies. We're really gonna get some. You guys are gonna be right spoiled on. over the next like month. Starting with Rocketeer. The Rocketeer. Patrick, have you oh, seen this one? I want to know who's seen it. Yeah, who's seen it? Oh yeah, of course I've seen it. Nope. Okay, there you go. Jake, oh, and Justine, never seen it. Uh, no. no, I've seen it. Damn, Jake. Jake's never, never seen, seen this. Oh, you're gonna love it, Jake, or well, hate it. Did you? Uh, Patrick, did you read the comic book at all? No, the I reprints. The okay. Uh, and then uh, you get a little uh, Harry Connick Jr. going uh, in the middle of it. He starts singing, uh, "Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling." Hey, you know, there's a guy who could have played the Rocketeer. I, f- I forgot who the guy is that plays the Rocketeer. Bill but, Campbell. Um, yeah, but that could have been uh, Harry Connick Jr. You know, it's like, all right. All right, hon, I'll be right back. I gotta, I gotta get some bad guys. They got I'll the be right back. They got the wrong Campbell for the cap, uh, rocket too. They should got a Bruce Campbell. Oh man, can you oh, imagine? That would have been great. He would have been great. That would have been a whole different movie. <laughs> yeah, huh? right. How, how could he? How could he fit his chin in the? Uh, in the, the yeah, you know? he couldn't. He wouldn't be able to. Uh, all right, guys. Next week, get excited for the Rocketeer. Final thoughts, everybody. You know, we haven't been doing our question of the week, and I keep forgetting. We have a bunch of those stacked up. So remind me next week to do the pop culture question of the week. I apologize. Uh, Do people get on you for not asking? No, people have been really cool about it, but uh, we've been a little, uh, we've been, we've we've been a little uh, scatterbrained around here lately. I also want to give some, some shout outs to some people. Um, We, I have not been very active on Twitter and there's a lot of people who uh, keep retweeting us. Um, so I want to shout out the uh, Ocho Duro Ocho Duro 
parlay hour, ODPH, I had to say it, uh, Campfire Classics, um, Wine Dying Storytime, all these people, of course, Home Video Hustle, The Besotted Geek, uh, these all, these guys all support us. Uh, Reverie True Crime Podcast. Just check them all out. Check them all out. Just want to give them some shout outs because they always come through. So Wizard Podcast. Um, all these people shout us out. And I, I don't always uh, respond. And I we appreciate it, you guys. So if you're listening yeah, we and, and if you hear them and you, they, you know they don't listen, tell them that we shouted them out because I really wanted to say thanks uh, for, for doing that, for being supportive. Um, we appreciate you. We appreciate all of you guys. So uh, next week, we'll be back with the Rocketeer. So until then, for Patrick, for Jake, for Justine, for John, we say unity. Unity.